do you need or why do you need to advertise in your business? This is kind of a tricky question. And you get a lot of different perspectives and even definitions about what advertising is versus marketing and so forth. So today, I'm gonna do the best I can to demystify this for you, but also do something a little bit different than you're gonna probably get from somebody who solely just does advertising or marketing as a profession. Now, although I have an advertising agency, I have a unique position on this because before I had the agency, I actually was a business consultant, business coach, and I actually still am. So I'm gonna give you my two cents on this topic. Topic. As soon as we come back after paying for our bills as usual. Hello and welcome to the Blitz Business Development Show. My name is Mayo Best and I'm a business consultant and coach as well as the founder of the Blitz Business Development Academy. This is a show that provides guidance, resources, and access to best practices to help you advertise, manage, and build geometric profits. From freelancers and home-based business owners to startups and storefronts, you will learn how to start small as you think and grow big. The Blitz Local Deals Club is a free membership-based app and service that offers consumers the ability to find the best deals, coupons, and savings available in their neighborhoods. This exclusive free membership connects you to the best offers from local pizza and sandwich shops, bars, restaurants, stores, and service-based businesses. Members will even gain access to rewards and loyalty programs, making this the ultimate money savings app on the planet. And the best part is, not only can consumers take advantage of the best deals and discounts, but also help support their local businesses during the COVID-19 pandemic. This is all made possible at the click of a button. So, become a free member and get access to your local deals today. All right, guys. So a lot of times you're going to get different definitions as to what advertising is versus marketing. And are they two different things? Are they the same thing? You know, a lot of times you hear people say marketing when sometimes they're actually referring to advertising. And to be fair, there's a lot of good reason for that because the terms sometimes can easily become interchangeable, especially with the advent of social media and social media marketing. So with that said, I'm gonna to try to give you a very clear definition and understanding as to what the difference of the two are from my perspective. And also, just to be fair, I'm gonna give you a definition based on a more, I would say, just more neutral source, so to speak. So we're gonna start off with a definition from Investopedia. Okay, so let's take a look at this. Okay, so what exactly is marketing? Well, according to Investopedia, marketing refers to activities a company undertakes to promote the buying or selling of a product or service. Marketing includes advertising, selling, and delivering products to consumers or other businesses. What is the definition of advertising? Advertising is defined as the action of calling something to the attention of the public, especially by paid announcements. Okay, so now I'm just giving you more of a, a direct definition of advertising and marketing. Now we're on to number three for the takeaways today, which is 
What's the difference between the two? Okay. Now I'm going to give you my definition and my understanding of marketing and my understanding of advertising. And then I'm going to tell you what I believe the differences are between the two. So first and foremost, let me start off by saying, I honestly do believe that they definitely are sometimes not interchangeable, but they dovetail. Okay. They fit together very well and they're a part of the same objective. So the way I would explain marketing to you in my terms would be simply this marketing has to do with your core messaging about your company, the type of value proposition that you want to make sure is exhibited and displayed in your marketing, communicated to your customer. All right. It has to also do with a lot of the research about your customer in terms of the target marketing as that relates to demographics, psychographics and so forth. These are the type of data points that you're using to feed whatever marketing materials that you're going to create. Now, I slowed up when I said marketing materials because I want to be clear that there's a subtle sort of an almost slight difference between the marketing materials and advertising materials. And they can honestly be considered sometimes one in the same. But for clarity's sake, I want to make sure that I'm being clear here and not confusing you more by saying that the way I view advertising is once you've done your marketing research, once you have actually created your sales copy in terms of you know, looking at your messaging about your product, whether or not you're going to use certain uh, methods or frameworks like IDA, okay, to sell what it is you're going to sell about your product, okay? You need to actually do all that work to put that into your advertising promotion. And I really want to use that word promotion because the advertising copy, which is the written copy, In addition to the color scheme and the logo, you know, theme that you're making sure that you're putting into your advertising promotion. All right. You want these things to all pretty much line up to be the same. Okay. now I'm not saying, of course, that every advertising or promotional material that you create needs to have your logo in it necessarily, you know, although that may not be a bad idea, but the color scheme and things like that, you really want to try to put into your advertising. So you are showing the world who your company is in terms of its identity with those colors and branding and so forth. So your marketing has a lot more to do with the things that you're going to think out and really put a lot of research and time and energy into in terms of connecting the dots of variables that your audience is going to basically respond to because that that's what you're trying to do with your marketing. You're trying to make sure that you collect all the data and that you're connecting the data that you collect with the materials that you're creating. And then once you create those materials, you are then going to put them into a promotional form and advertise to connect 
on scale. Now, advertising for me has a lot more to do with getting it out to more and more people. Okay. Getting it in front of more and more exposures. Okay. Meaning exposures to your target market. That's what you're trying to accomplish with advertising. You want to get to more people and this can be a little confusing, especially when you start looking at social media, but to give you more examples of advertising, I want to give you some specific things. Like for instance, you have print media. Okay. That could be a magazine or some type of a publication or even a newsletter, or you could be looking at TV as in a TV commercial. And these days, if you're talking about digital TV and digital ads, you can have banners at the bottom of those TV screens. In addition to regular commercials or radio, these are all places where you're going to put different types of, as we call them, spots, 30 second spots, there are 60 second spots, 90 second spots. The longer time that you basically advertise within a spot, the more money that you actually pay for those spots is typically how that works. But at the end of the day, when we think of advertising, I want you to think a little bit more about reach, okay? Volume, getting to more and more people. And the marketing is really what you're using to create the advertisement or promotion that you will be using to um, put out to the world. So I hope I gave a really good, clear definition of the two right there to make sure that you really are getting this because it can be a little bit challenging to really explain. And I understand why folks kind of, number one, get confused about the two and number two, why it's even difficult to explain because in all honesty, they really kind of overlap a lot. But for the sake of trying to keep it simple, yes, advertising is definitely one of those things that I personally believe is extremely important for you to incorporate sooner than later. Now, that part of this whole segment is going to probably be a little bit more controversial, but I'm going to definitely go into why it is that I think that um, in just a second. But before I do, let's go on to number four which is why does that even matter? Why does it matter rather not to advertise or market or understanding the difference between the two? Well, it's actually kind of simple. It's very important that you understand the difference between the two because there's a time when it really matters that you know whether or not you're marketing or you're advertising. Now, if you get these definitions, okay, from someone who does advertising and that's all they do, they're probably gonna sound a little bit different to some degree than what I'm saying, especially in terms of which one you should do. And typically, I've kind of seen that a lot of folks that are in advertising will say, you know what, you should do advertising. If they're in marketing, which is a little bit more vast and still kind of incorporates advertising to tell you the truth. But folks who sell more marketing products or solutions, you're going to hear them kind of push marketing more because it can be more cost effective. And that can also be true. But this really kind of depends on a couple of factors. And honestly, I can say from a business consultant's perspective, there's some danger in this. And... I'm going to jump into that in a second. So 
The reason why it matters, folks, is because there's a certain time and place to do certain things when it comes to marketing and advertising. And if you don't actually know that you are marketing when you really should be advertising, then you're not probably doing it right. And that can really cost you not only business growth, but it can also cost you a lot of money and an enormous amount of time. Okay. So with that said, now let's go on into our fifth takeaway, which is going to be talking about why free marketing can be the kiss of death. Now, this is where things get a little bit controversial, possibly. All right. This and I say possibly because it depends on what a what a person or consultants outlook is on this. I'm going to give you mine. One of the issues and I actually have done articles about this and I've really talked about I've even gone as far as to create a assessment for people to be able to realize this and figure this out on their own. One of the things that I did was I actually started to collect the data based off of folks who pretty much solely do referral marketing, right? They do referral marketing, they do a combination of that in addition to they'll do a lot of like social media marketing, but whatever they do, it's always something for free and even network marketing. Now, the reason why I say this can be the kiss of death is because When you do something like referral marketing, network marketing, or social media marketing in these free capacities, what it tends to do for you is show you success by doing them. Now, you might think, well, what's wrong with that if you're getting success from it? I'm going to explain. The problem is if you market for free, right, and then you get a good result from it, from doing it from free, Nine times out of 10, what are you going to do? You're going to keep doing it, right? Because it's working. And I totally understand that. And on some level later on, I'll explain how I agree with that. However, there is an exception. The problem with doing this is that this is really good when you're first starting. And let's say you don't have a big budget or hardly any budget at all to put into advertising. I can understand using the methods that I just pretty much addressed. However, here's the issue. When you're successful with this, it makes you keep doing it. And the problem that this creates is that you start spending far more time in customer acquisition. All right. By using these methods. And by the way, I've used them. They are very timely. You may not be spending money on the front end. Okay, out of pocket, but you definitely are putting a lot of time into doing this. Now, what's going to happen in time is that if you keep doing this and you keep being successful from it, this is how you will go about trying to pretty much bring in all your customers. Right. Is that you keep doing it for quote unquote free. But there's an issue. The issue is what this is actually creating for you is sustainability but it's disguising itself as growth and to be fair in the very beginning when you have no customers on some level you can actually say that it's growth right 
but it's going to hit a ceiling. It's going to get to a point where you're not going to be able to bring in, but so many more customers using these methods. Why? Because it's taking you more and more time to be able to actually keep bringing in these customers using these free methods because it's not really free because it costs you your time. Now, at a certain point, this becomes an issue because remember something very important. You want to be careful that you're not spending too much time working in your business as opposed to on your business. Now, what does that even mean? What that means is, is if you are the CEO of your company, what makes you valuable is not so much your titles or even the many hats that you wear. In all truthfulness, what you're really trying to do is stop wearing as many hats yourself and get your business built to a point to where you can delegate some of those hats to other people who work for you. Why is that important? Well, I want you to think about something. Look at rich people. You have to think very carefully about this. This is very important, folks. Your time is the only thing. It's literally the only thing that people who are rich, millionaires, billionaires, it doesn't matter. It's the only thing that they can't take from you. And it's the only thing of value that you have that they actually want, which is why they buy it from you in the form of a job in exchange for an hourly compensation. They pay you per hour. Now, when you give them your time, what you do is help them to leverage the time that they bought for you to give them more time for what they want to do. How does this work? Very simply, because it's only 24 hours in a day. And no matter how rich you are, you only have 24 hours. So if I can pay other people to do for me what I would have to do myself in order to make my money, then they're giving me back my time. So folks, your time is so, so, so precious. Now understand, when you first start out a business, you don't always have a lot of money to start with, if any. And sweat equity is important. And I 100% support sweat equity-based investments in businesses. I do that because that's how I started my company. And I put a lot of sweat equity into it. But in time, the one thing I had to learn, the most valuable thing, is that when you're building your business, you don't want to build your business so that you can never, ever sell it meaning you never grow. And so when you constantly try to get things for free, you're really not getting it for free. It's still costing you your time. And your value as a CEO is more so in your ability to be able to not just delegate the the work, but make the, the, the decisions that you need to make that lead to growth. And this is one of those things, freeing up your time so that you have more time and energy to put in your genius zone of building your business. So this is why I say that not spending anything on advertising and not diversifying your marketing strategy to include an advertising budget, okay, and advertising efforts is a kiss of death. 
Because at the end of the day, what will happen is you will not be able to grow your business beyond the 24 hours in a day that you have to acquire customers. Hope this is making sense, guys, because this is a huge problem. It's such a huge problem that it is the reason why I started my own advertising agency. Okay. I started my advertising agency to deal with this problem specifically because what is happening right now is you have so many businesses that are getting started and have this idea that if they don't get it for free, it has no value. Now, I will not lie to you. It does take some effort to actually advertise and hone and tweak your advertising. There is a little bit of a curve to that that you do need to invest some energy into, but there's ways that you can do it that doesn't have to break the budget. You don't have to spend thousands. In fact, nor should you. Do not start off to test out advertising campaigns with thousands of dollars. That's silly. I would never recommend that and I would never ask you to do that. But what I would say is the one reason why you do want to start off, even if you can in the very beginning, and I don't care if you start off with a small, you know, less than a hundred dollar budget per month. In fact, I've, I've priced a lot of my services to fit like micro budgets. All right. So we can talk about that later, but my point is, is that what I want you guys to understand, the reason why you want to do this is start learning how to create your advertising so that they can convert to sales. Because if you can do that and tweak that and get that right, folks, what that's going to allow you to do is that's going to allow for you to grow your business by getting your dollars to work for you. So, I know when I say this, I know I have to always be careful because I have an advertising agency and I run the risk of having the in the perception that I'm biased or trying to get you to just buy advertising because I have an advertising agency. When it couldn't honestly be further from the truth, of course, I want to sell advertising. But at the end of the day, I created this for small business owners. Okay. And the reason why I did this, because I see so many business owners that might be listening to this right now that have a problem with scaling their business. And part of their problem that they may not realize is really what I'm talking about, because you spend a lot of time in customer acquisition just trying to get customers. The problem is you can't get your dollars to work for you. Because when you get your dollars working for you, number one, that's more efficient. It frees you up to work now more on your business and not in it. And plus, it's easier to scale and you can have metrics and you can look at, okay, um, I'm getting customers from this particular ad, from this particular location. They're using this particular device. So these types of things you can do when you're advertising and some of this yes you can do with marketing to a degree but it's a lot easier to scale your dollars than it is to scale your time when you can scale your dollars and especially if your dollars are making you more you're getting a return on your investment by advertising now you've opened up the door for you to start scaling your business because why folks think about it Let's just say your platform is, it doesn't matter if now we're talking about Alignable or if we're talking about Facebook or we're talking about Google. It, it doesn't matter. 
at the end of the day, you can only get to so many people in a day, especially doing referral marketing and networking. How many people can you get in front of in one day? Not that many. Okay. No, or I'll put it like this. Not as many as you could with advertising to put that in perspective. Let's say that you have an advertising ad running and just in terms of exposures, you can put yourself in front of a thousand businesses, right? Well, you can do that with actually actually doing nothing other than spending your money on the ad for 1000 impressions, as we like to say, which is 1000 people seeing your ad. Well, let's say you did a, um, a Facebook group or something like that, or you even did a lineable group, right? Well, I can only get in front of so many people and it's not necessarily going to be people that's interested in what I'm doing. The difference between the two is, is that when I get in front of the folks on the Facebook group and I'm just in a, some type of a say text string or something like that, listen, they may see it, they may not, but at the end of the day, it's taking me time to do it. And I'm going to be limited to just the people that's in that group that I can talk to, right? Unless I do what? I buy a Facebook ad that allows me to go to different groups and so forth. Or unless I invest in an advertising campaign to where I can get myself in front of 50,000 people at one time. So I think you kind of get it here. There's just so much reach and so much more distance that you can basically accomplish in terms of reaching folks with your messaging or your marketing, as I should say, your marketing message through the, the promotion of advertising that you can't really beat that. And my thing is, I want you guys to start doing that sooner with a little small budget to figure out what works because once you lock it in and you know that your ad is getting you clicks it's getting people to actually really you know take advantage of what it is that you want them to take advantage from what you're putting in that ad now you can start looking at throwing a little bit more money into that campaign as you're getting a return on investment to pay for but it's really is summed up by a really simple quote is you get what you pay for guys literally you get what you pay for and I will conclude this section of this show by saying this don't take my word for it look at the folks that are online that have these businesses and they have maybe the same amount of people that you have in your company, which could be just you. But what they do in order to make thousands and millions of dollars is they have ad campaigns. They understand it. They embrace it. They love it. And they talk about it even. So success leaves clues for sure. But you've got to follow what the successful folks do. Or you'll be like a lot of other smaller businesses that never break through to the growth or scalability that they want. Why? It's because you're jumping over dollars to get the pennies. Okay. So even if you start off small folks with a small budget, a hundred dollars or less per month. Okay. You want to get used to using things like metrics to help you make decisions, use data and let data drive your decisions when it comes to advertising. Okay. So we're going to move on now. 
No spending uh, time on that, but the kiss of death is a big thing. And I really want you guys to take that with you today. So why you should definitely start advertising. You should start because the sooner you start getting this practice of using metrics, like I said before, using these types of tools to help you make decisions and grow, it's gonna make a big difference in your business. Not only that, you're gonna work against yourself if you get used to doing everything as it relates to your customer acquisition for free right you want to start getting used to the habit of investing into your business in terms of the areas that's going to help you build your business out to help it grow increase your infrastructure it's going to be key because if you don't do that if you're not doing those types of things then i can tell you right now the limitations of your business and your success is going to be written on the wall so You've got to reinvest back into your business. And listen, I'm going to say now, yes, some campaigns you may do, they're going to fail. You're not going to always make money while you're learning how to make money. The old idea here is, is that, listen, start with a small budget. That way you don't lose that much money while you're learning. And then when you figure it out, now you slowly but surely Add more and more to your budget so you can get more and more reach, which will bring you more and more customers. But guess what, folks? With the same effort, the same singular effort. So that's how I want you to look at this. This gives you leverage, all right? And this leverage is what you need for growth and eventually scalability. Don't get caught in the trap of getting sustainability and mistake that or confuse that for true growth, all right? So we're going to number seven, which is what's the connection between advertising and business? You know, we touched on a lot of it already at this point, but I just wanna be clear that advertising today, especially for smaller businesses, has become almost, I don't want to say taboo because in some ways people do do a lot of advertising as it relates to, let's say, Google ads or Facebook ads. But listen, folks, the problem with that type of advertising is becoming quite saturated. And another issue with this is people are missing the value of advertising. I want you to think about this. Before social media existed, what did businesses use? They use advertising. Now, I will say this. The advertising that they use like TV and radio and print media, direct uh, ads and so forth, direct sales, those types of marketing and advertising um, vehicles were expensive. And depending on where you get access to them, they still can be, which is why a lot of small businesses pretty much embraced social media so hard because it gave them an opportunity to do what they couldn't do before with those types of advertising. So I get it. I understand how the mindset and the culture kind of shifted in the direction that it has. However, sometimes when folks are zigging, that means it's time to zag. Okay. And I've noticed that a lot of old school 
should be used for new school where appropriate, where it fits and where it makes sense. Because guys, at the end of the day, there's certain things that haven't changed. You still need to get exposures to people. You got to understand whether or not you realize this or not, you have competition and the small businesses that are advertising, okay, that you may be competing with, they're going to eat your lunch. Why? Because they're getting front of more people than you are. And you can only get in front of so many people, you know, as a single person, but they're getting in front of not only the people that you may be getting in front of, but the ones that live also in their area, outside their area and wherever it is that they're looking to get exposure to. Now, what I found that when I asked this question, how many people know that your business exists just in your zip code? right? See, it's not that you have to advertise to the world. In fact, depending on your business, you don't have the infrastructure nine times out of 10 to really advertise But so far. So what do you want to focus on? You want to focus on local advertising. Okay. You want to focus on bringing in more customers in the area that you already live in. Okay. Cause they're looking for you. They are definitely looking for you, but they have to know that you exist. Again, a really great way to do that is to run an advertising campaign. All right. In your zip code. All right. These are the types of things you can do with advertising now that honestly you could never do before. And we call that programmatic advertising. That's the type of agency that I actually own. But this is huge, folks, especially if you are struggling with growth. All right. I can't stress this enough. And I really want to make sure that you guys are understanding the connection between advertising and business, especially and even more so if you are a small business. Okay. You got to understand also these markets are getting really saturated between Google ads and Facebook ads. Everybody's in those same places. And I want to get ahead of myself because we've got other episodes to really dive deeper in, you know, what type of advertising you can do and really getting into where you can advertise and things like that. We're going to touch on that much more in depth in the next two parts of this uh, segment for advertising. All right. So now let's move on to how to market. Now, The reason why I have this as one of your takeaways is because I do not want you to think that I am saying that you should not use referral networking or, you know, social media based free marketing. You should do all those things, right? It's not so much as don't do them as in what I'm saying is don't do them alone. You don't want your business to be completely relying on that type of marketing because it has its limitations and you will not be able to break out of it unless you have something that can work for you efficiently and offer you leverage like advertising. So what you guys want to do is you really want to take your core messaging. All right. And this is what I really want you to put into your marketing. What is it about your business that is your unique value proposition that you need your customers to know about you? What is it that only you can bring to those customers? Everybody's got that, like I like to call it X factor, right? Everybody's got an X factor. 
and you want to know what your X factor is and you want to connect that with your customers. And more importantly, you want to get your messaging to the point to where it really connects to your market's pain. Okay. What is it that they are, you know, not able to sleep about at night? What is it? What is it that's keeping them from being able to move forward with that problem that they have? And how is that affecting their lives? This is all about knowing your customer. You need to do this before you even actually start advertising. Okay. You're not really ready to advertise unless you can answer these basic questions. Like how old is your ideal customer? Is your ideal customer a man? Is your ideal customer a woman? Is it a child? Is it a dog (laughs) or dog owner? All right. Like you really need to know who your ideal customer is, what hurts them, what they're looking for. The more data you have on your customers, the better you're going to be able to connect and serve them. Now, this fits into advertising, because when you start creating your promotions, you're going to be putting that data into the advertisement. Okay, and that's going to help influence and shape what your advertisement needs to look like when you're putting it out there in whatever form rather not it's a tv commercial a radio ad or a banner ad it doesn't matter you're going to use the data that you gather from marketing to put into your advertising promotion to connect to them okay because you want them to respond to what it is that you're doing all right so that's how you want to market you don't want to just throw something together right you want to put some thought into this folks because the success of your campaign is going to be depending on your ability to connect to your target market so how to advertise well like i just said in number nine in how to advertise you want to make sure that you've actually covered your basis from how to market first because As soon as you start spending money on advertising, of course it counts. And you don't want to waste money and neither do I want you to waste money. I want you to basically put some thought and effort into connecting with your market in terms of your data and then using your advertising promotions to test your concepts, test your ideas and put that data to use. All right. And again, like I said before, I want you to start small. Now, We're going to go more in depth with that question next week. We're going to really dive deep into the different types of advertising that you guys can use, how it works and so forth. So definitely make sure that you've got your pens and paper for next week, because that's going to be a doozy. All right. Now we're at number 10, folks. What do you do next? So what you need to do next is this, folks, you need to really Think about who your customers are. And one of the things that I've done in the past that really helps you out with this is you create a customer avatar, meaning who would your ideal customer be? And let's just say for an example's sake that it's a 56-year-old woman who is interested in dating and you sell a dating service for seniors, okay? You want to basically connect with 
that person and create a summation of who you think this person is. You know, they were tired or about to retire. 56 is not probably old enough to retire, but they're about to retire. They're still single and they love to meet somebody and they don't want to be alone. And they're at the point in their life where they're ready to really, really settle down for whatever reason. And you want to make sure that as you're explaining who this person is, you want to kind of get into their hearts and minds, you know, connect with what you think they may be feeling. And it could have been that they've lost someone. And now they're trying to start all over again at 56 by starting to date. Okay. So whatever you think it is that creates their motives is what you want to put together. Now, what you should do is you want to actually not just do this off the top of your head, do some research. Okay. Now you've probably got relatives that probably you can reach out to that can help you out with that. Or at least some part of the questioning. But you can also look online, of course, use Google to really kind of do some research in this department. You could create a survey to ask these questions or come up with questions that you would want to ask to folks that are, you know, a little older and above 50 that want to date or get in the dating scene. What are their challenges? Right. What's setting them back? You know, what's keeping them back? What is it that they are afraid of? What is it that they have that they want to look forward to? Maybe it's they want to get married again. Who knows? You want to dive deep and understand your customer as well as you can. And I'm going to wrap up by saying this. This is another area that as a consultant, I found is a big problem with a lot of current business owners is that they do not know their customers anywhere near well enough. And in this day and age, Well, we have access to so much data and information. That's just simply not acceptable. Um, There's just so many ways to get data that it is no excuse as to why you do not know your customer. And you can learn about your customer on multiple levels, demographics, psychographics, geographics, you name it. You can find tons of data on your customers. So, With that said, folks, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Bliss Business Development Show. Listen, my name is Mayo Best. This has been a very, very intense. It was intense for me trying to get through this episode for you guys because these are very touchy subjects, but it's so important. And if you guys are just starting with a business, I really want you to be armed with this type of a perspective now because a lot of business owners... They do not know what I am talking about now, and they're suffering from business growth um, because of their view and their usage or lack thereof of advertising, which is why I honestly totally believe at this point, every small business should be definitely advertising as a part of their marketing strategy. Okay. Now, that's it. I'm not going to keep you guys any longer. Listen, take care, folks. God bless. And I want to thank you for joining me today on today's show, um, because today, of course, was part one 
of a three-part series that we're going to do just on advertising because it's such a big topic and very vast and I really wanted you guys to have a little bit of a background and a backdrop before we dive deeper into it, you know, next week. So with that said, folks, you've got your homework for for next week. So when we meet up again, you will be ready to rock and roll. So take care. God bless. And I'll see you guys next week.